Hello, Cancer friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Cancer October 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. This is for you if Cancer is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Cancer placement you're listening for. What I'm going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Cancer friend, so birthdays July 15th through the rest of the sign, or Cancer degrees 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Leo report, as you late degree friends will benefit from both readings. I'm calling the theme of this month for cancer, lead to gold, cancers create alchemy this month, and I'm going to give you some keys on how to do that. October may be one of the most, if not the most, intense astrological stories of the whole year. We've got two very powerful eclipses, including the closing out of the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle that has been in play for two years, and we also have other layers to talk about. So... I'm going to give you each layer piece by piece to weave the story of this month. And of course, the things we're talking about don't really fit neatly into just October. So you'll be feeling this before, you'll be feeling it after. So this is a flow of this time. So I'm going to talk about some more superficial transits that you'll be feeling and certainly will give you opportunities. And then we'll also talk about some very deep, profound transits. And with each one, I'll help you understand how you can create alchemy from any challenges or how you can expand the blessings that are innate with the transit. The month starts out with both star goddess Vesta and star goddess Astraea in your sign conjunct together. Obviously, the sign of cancer relates to home and family and our inner world, our deepest needs. And you do have quite a few layers of the storyline of home and family coming in, not just through these star goddess transits, but also through a very full house, which is the fourth house, which is the cancer house. So you're getting a lot of cancer energy from transits through the sign, but also transits through the house. And we'll get up to those house transits soon, but I just want to lay the groundwork to help you understand that the layers we're going to start out talking about here are going to have more depth to them as we go on. Star goddess Vesta, also known as Hestia, you know, the Greeks and the Romans had different names for the same um, people, was basically the guardian of the sacred flame of Olympus. So she had a seat at the table, you know, with the other Olympians, and then another God showed up and didn't have a seat. She gave him her seat and said, I don't really care to be at the table with these snobby people, (laughs) basically these haughty monsters. And she just wanted to cater to the flame, make sure the flame was well lit, was always burning bright. And the flame represents the place where everybody gathered. It represented the place where everybody um, would be nurtured, where people would make deep emotional connections and formulate their plans and their strategies for life all surrounded, you know, surrounding that hearth, that fire, that sacred flame. It represents the sacred flame of your home and your family, but it also represents your personal sacred flame. So this is a time when asking questions about what really makes your sacred flame burn bright. What is most important for you as a person, as an individual, And is that different than it used to be? And what changes do you have to make to make that updated? So you could be going off an old program where things that had been important to you before or patterns that you had before led you to focus on certain areas, whereas the person you've evolved into has a different template now 
and needs a different strategy. So this is, you know, very, very, very big deal. Star goddess Estrella coming in at the same time with a conjunction is also helping you to balance out certain things, balancing out belief systems, balancing out opinions. And it's also wanting you to balance out your circadian rhythm. If you're watching blue light too late into the night and it's interfering with your sleep, you know, if you're doing other things where you're not able to be in the flow of the sun, waking up and going to sleep, it wants you to align with the planetary rhythms and particularly being ruled by the moon as you are, tuning into these rhythms is going to be very helpful for you. So one way you can create alchemy here is to watch either or both the sunrise and sunset. If you don't wake up early enough to watch the sunrise, then make a habit of watching the sunset. I know it sounds like maybe it's, you know, metaphysical and woo-woo. It is not. There are actually different lights that are emitted from the angle um, of the earth to the sun at in the morning compared to at night. So when you watch the sun at night, you might notice sometimes it has a pink glow. That's called the red shift. The red shift actually prepares your body for rest and sleep. It sends the messages to your brain to start making the neurotransmitter cascade that will help you fall into restful sleep. And then in the morning, when you, if you are awake for the, the sun rise, if you're not, that's fine. But if you were to watch it, sometimes it has a blue tint. That's the blue shift. That's blue light. Notice what I'm talking about here. What also gives off blue light besides the sun in the morning? Computers and devices. So when you are awake for the sun in the morning and you watch the sun rise, even for a little while, you're exposing your uh, your vision and your, your brain to blue light, which helps to put a neurochemical cascade together for positive mood and for regulation of your body systems and for alertness and awakeness. So what I see here is an imperative for cancers to really start to nurture their sacred flame by getting more in tune with these circadian rhythms. Something else that you can do as a Cancer, since you're so influenced by the moon, to honor the star goddess alignment here, is to watch the moon, moon gazing. So even just going out and when the moon is up and seeing the moon, and also just watching the moon as it goes through its phase, waxing and waning, even for one moon cycle, is a part of helping you to align with the natural rhythms. And all of this can really, really help a lot with you dealing with everything else in your life because if you have your rhythm and your natural circadian rhythm sets, then it's going to make everything else easier to deal with and you'll be able to maximize and take opportunities as they come. Okay, moving through your chart, we also have a few luscious minutes left in the form of maybe a week, a few days or so at the beginning of October, where Venus is lighting up your money house. And there's also a conjunction with Juno. So somebody may help you out financially. You may get a key to something for your sustainability. Um, and some money may come to you at that time. As Venus moves into Virgo, and Mercury is also in Virgo a little longer, this accentuates your house of communication. So there may be some people that are being critical to you 
or you may be using more discernment with your communication. And this is going to feed into a storyline that I'm going to weave here as we go into develop here. But there's a very good chance that some people that you're confiding in and telling things to are not going to be supportive of what you're trying to do, meaning they may criticize you. And that can set you back because when you're speaking, you're speaking from your heart and your intuition. And if somebody tries to uh, talk you out of your intuition, then that's a problem. So you might notice that with this transit, it might help you to become more aware of people who are trying to talk you out of what you know to be true. And you may decide to be more discerning and not share that information with those people. All right, so moving around the chart, we have star goddess Pallas Athena, the sun, Mars, the eclipse, transiting south node, and soon to be Mercury in Libra. That's a massive amount of Libra energy. That's making, for everyone in the cosmos, a massive focus on relationships, partnerships, getting help you need and helping others, supporting others, combining with others, aesthetics, design, also ruled by Libra, and anything having to do with keeping balance in your life and in your environment. So there will be strong themes uh, happening there for you with a special tilt towards the home and family and also your upbringing. This is a very major time of turning lead to gold through alchemy as it relates to your childhood and upbringing. And the energy of people being critical of you, making you have a critical inner voice of yourself is going to be very relevant. And all of this is going to have a new beginning, all right, with the, with the eclipse. The eclipse is in a square for you. So that means that new opportunities that come in the home and family, new opportunities that come in relationship may mean you have to let go of something in order to step forward. Now, as it turns out, some of those things that you let go of may be things you wanted to let go of anyway, and you'll wonder why you didn't do it sooner. Um, and some of those things will be bittersweet but there is something that's being let go of. It could be letting go of a relationship. It could be letting go of a layer of a relationship. You know, it could be letting go of a chapter of a relationship. It could be letting go of a home, or it could be letting go of a problem from your past. This could be a good time to seek counseling to heal issues from childhood. Some of my favorite inner work techniques for this are NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, EMDR, which is a trauma therapy, and of course, I always have a long list of books that are, you know, helpful, but The Presence Process by Michael Brown is a very intimate uh, process through which you go and integrate back to your first seven years of life that set the imprint for all of your seven-year cycles since. So there may be some call for really looking at the relationships you have now, seeing the similarities to how things were in childhood and putting an end to those negative patterns and stepping into new and positive, wonderful patterns. You may also be making a big sale, like selling a house, or you may be improving your house or starting to um, you know, redo something with your home. This is a very, very good time for this. Finally, out of Venus retrograde, as of um, October 6th, even the post-transit shadow period has passed. So your design projects, your big building projects, um, your big purchases, your big sales, everything is much more clear and open at this time. And you may find that you're doing that. Maybe you're making an extension in your house. Something can be going on in your house 
that's a big deal. Or you could be adding to your family through birth or pregnancy or through some other way a new addition to the family comes in. A storyline that's been long-term that is ongoing is Chiron moving through Aries. And specifically for Cancer, Aries rules the 10th house of work, career, father figures, authority figures in your life. Chiron is the wounded healer. And wherever Chiron goes, it's healing vulnerabilities in that area of life. So if you have unresolved issues with your dad, whether they're alive or not, whether you have contact with them or not, this could be a time, and again, this leads back into that home family upbringing childhood storyline I told you was, you know, had many layers. It may be time to heal that through forgiveness, through understanding, through compassion, through discernment, through setting boundaries, through whatever has to be done, more headway um, will be made in those arenas, especially if you are intending that. The next set of storylines we have are all in the Taurus spectrum. So... Taurus rules your finances, material purchases, your ecological imprint, your individual um, security, emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, your income, your money consciousness, all of those things are ruled by Taurus. And we've got Jupiter moving through Taurus, which is able to, helping you basically to expand your money consciousness, let more in or let better experiences in can also let more money in. And the eclipse on October 28th is going to be in that sign. So Jupiter is there doing work from May 2023 to May 2024. And then in swoops this last eclipse. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the eclipses. I'm going to refer back to the Libra eclipse that's happening in your fourth house and just talk about that a little bit. And then we'll jump back over and talk about this Taurus Scorpio eclipse. The first eclipse in the Aries Libra eclipse cycle happened in April with that black moon in Aries. And it will go from spring of 2023 through spring of 2025. For you all down under, that's fall of 2023 through fall of 2025. And this is a storyline of me versus we. It's a continuation of the storyline we've had for the last two years of Scorpio with my stuff and our stuff. And now we're singling down into the nature of relationship itself without the stuff, just the nature of relationship with the next two year cycle. And so you'll see things along the lines of merging with others, setting boundaries, healing, intimacy wounds, more individuality, but more deepening in relationship, this, you know, this counterbalance of more autonomy at the same time as more interdependence. And for cancer, this has been accentuating the um, fourth and 10th house. So, you know, from the early 2023 through early 2025, the storyline of me and we will be very present and things will be shuffled around along those polarities and the energies of home and family and work and career and housing and moves and father figures and mother figures and parents and your inner world and your outer world are all going to be the storylines for these, you know, couple of years. So you'll see all of that going on this month as the eclipse cycle bubbles over. The eclipses are on the 14th and the 28th, but the eclipse season starts pretty much at the end of August 
August, September, October, November, it's all eclipse season and the odds of having news and information and progress along the storylines are very likely in that time. Okay, so leading us back now to the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle. For two years, we've been having this shuffling around of my stuff and our stuff and, you know, state things and legal things and other people's money and shared money and your money and and that is going to have some major conclusion with this October 28th, five degree Taurus full moon lunar eclipse. So something big's going on. Gigantic wrap up, clearing of karma, clearing of karma from relationship space, clearing of karma from the financial space. So, you know, we'll leave this time a lot more free and clear. And the more we look to positively change our perspectives, the more we can activate and create alchemy with this, you know, potential and really, really turn lead to gold because the lead is the negative karma that comes through the belief system. And the gold comes from transforming that into a positive perspective that is more inclusive of the other side of the polarity of whatever the strong opinion is or belief is. So to get a better idea of how these eclipses might affect you, go to my YouTube channel, Annie Botticelli YouTube, go to my homepage, go to the uh, playlist tab and look for eclipses in Taurus, look for eclipses in Libra, then also look for eclipses in Cancer or the fourth house because that's where the Libra eclipse will be. And then also look for eclipses in um, Aquarius or the 11th house because that's where the Taurus eclipse will be for Cancer. So between those four videos, you'll have a really good idea of the different layers that are coming into play um, at this time. You know, very deep storylines were being wrapped up, very deep storylines continuing, and it will help you to better use the energy and turn any lead to gold. Having this final culmination in the 11th house can also bring some drama, fruition, uh, closure to something with friendships or a group. And... You know, you could find that you're not in resonance with certain friends or groups and there could be an ending. Or you could confront somebody about something and there could be a new chapter of that relationship or that group relationship as a result of it. Uh, But something looks like it's coming to fruition or completion or culmination with friendships or an internet-based project or groups, whether they're online or in person or your tribe, or something like that. This is also the house of patents and futuristic thinking and projects. We'll have six oppositions this month, which is going to make everyone feel like they're being pulled in different directions. And we're also going to have six beautiful counterbalancing trines, three in water on the 13th, the 22nd, and the 24th. And those can bring very wonderful healing vibrations and information from the ethereal and subconscious realms deep insights. We've got three earth trines on the third and then between the 21st and 22nd and then the 31st that can bring mega manifestation. And these are really great launch dates. As I had said before, this month is very clear from um, personal planet retrograde energy. We do still have Jupiter retrograde, um, but this is still going to be a time of forward movement and a time that's very clear for making decisions, which you're likely going to have to make from the information that comes in from the eclipses. But if you have to do some things that you hope to be successful in long-term, some good dates are the third, the days are on the 21st and 22nd and the 31st. 
these energies can help you bring things from the world of ideas to the tangible reality. If you love dates and aspects and like want to know more about those things every month, I do a more detailed write-up with the aspects and the dates and my sweet and salty dates in my um, write-up that I give to my free VIP community. So you can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, put your email address and name in there, and then you'll be in. You'll receive this monthly newsletter that goes over the month at like over a month early ahead of the starry potentials. You'll get my astrology mini lessons. You'll get my 28 day virtual coaching program called shine for free. This is a very big, powerful major program. You'll also get, um, updates about what's going on in the stars and how you can make the most of the starry possibilities with all resources that I've created and my team has created for you for that. If you want to learn astrology, I'm your girl. I love to teach astrology. That's my main focus. Go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E, life.com. These notes are, or these um, links are also in the notes underneath the video or podcast. You can start with the basics and my astrology basics and beyond course. Or you can see my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Certification course to become certified and get, um, you know, get ready to do astrology as a profession. The main coursework is eight months, but I have had many people start earning money, getting paid, doing astrology readings in three months, four months, six months. Um, It's the kind of thing where you can pay back your investment into the course in a crazy short amount of time. It's very unusual to have an investment like that. You know, usually there's a, a longer time for the ROI or return on investment, but I've kept this price very fairly so that you can, you can do this. So you can check that out. Um, at beastropro.com, beastropro.com. And if you want to get exclusive content from me, join my secret star portal at annibastrology.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.